news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host with the co-most. <laughs> Karen, I'm in the house. And we are live on a Saturday, ready to do feedback. That's where you have comments and stuff, and we read them, and we tell you what we think about what you said, and it's a real nice friendly environment and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that we do feedback you can leave it all through looking in the show notes the show notes has all the like contact info stuff for you to leave like our website all that stuff so just check it out there that's a shortcut the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme there are also people that go to our website theblackouttips.com and give us money just looking on the right hand side and they'll be like boom i'm gonna donate some money to the show and we give them a shout out may i have that attention you are now listening to charlotte's own rod and camera you welcome the good folks who tithe to the black diary tips oh yes new donations new salutations tiffany b thank you for hooking us up charlotte wong esquire please say the esquire mm-hmm. Lindsay b j full alfonso l palmetto stone magic mr span from the mr span podcast jasmine j autumn w david c james c dr professor bambi letitia c unbridled love uh girl falcons diva kevin w jason f Derek lw and ken m those are the people that came through with the money this week we appreciate y'all thank you mm. uh we also got five star review we got one this week yay let's go y'all it's from mcc in houston uh it says five stars for every single show especially hashtag nerd shield reference uh i love me a fellow dorky girl and an unrestrained laugh never change karen oh thank you yes uh you know karen did make that ages of shield reference and i didn't know how many people got it or not me either i know it's deep in the nerve (laughs) uh the nerd bag you know yeah i I done came a long way for those you that uh offense of the nerd off for going i'm not no nerd (laughs) yeah we just recently recorded a new episode of nerd off the first one we've done in about four months because of travel back forth in new york and all that stuff um but it's out uh and i put it as one of the just the tips for y'all that listen on spotify and you're uh just a tipper you can uh check it out there and uh it was fun man we had aaron from the black astronauts podcast we had chris lambert fan friend of the show mm-hmm. um and uh we just talked nerdy stuff and it was a good good old nerdy time we so ball. enjoy that uh let's talk about these episodes though okay each episode we be having comments from y'all we do we put a post on our website theblackouttips.com and you can go there and leave comments uh the episode that was our feedback show from last week was 2708 cute klux clan uh was the name of it um and we got four comments uh of course the first one is from apia thanks for believing in my ability to cheat girl you know ain't nothing 
i could maybe somehow do it but i don't know it wouldn't be worth it yeah i mean i'm not saying you should do it i just believe that you could do it. we have faith in you okay never let yourself down (laughs) maybe you know that's what they say the difference between can and can't is your attitude Ah! Uh, maybe i just don't hear criticism anymore maybe i achieve the level of bitchiness and hostility that makes people don't dare say something if so great but honestly somehow when i got the 40 things got better i never expected it to happen people seem to be into what i have to offer in a good way they talk to me in a normal way and never say anything to me about any part of my appearance i suspect it's because i live in peace with myself and don't need validation right yeah some of that stuff honestly man i feel like a lot of stuff about people's bodies is from inside and i know it's external because of the society we live in but like a lot of that is their voice about their own bodies talking about other people so it's like yes. the like their internal monologue is i can't be too big or i can't be too whatever i'm too much and i'm not comfortable and i'm not happy with myself and i'm never you know and i'm not saying you should completely ignore that kind of stuff if there really is something about your body you would like to change that it's your fucking body that's the thing about the body positivity movement i think that that gets lost sometimes it's your fucking body so if you are a person that really do feel like you wouldn't be happy until you're weighing a certain pound maybe investigate that shit or whatever but also if that's something that you want to do nobody should be able to tell you not to right as long as it's not like jeopardizing your health in some type of way that between you and your doctor like i don't see what would be the fucking problem uh-uh. to me a lot of the body positivity movement is just more like mind your fucking business at least that's where i've come with it just mind your fucking business i don't know what's going on with people's bodies and i'm not their doctor and all that stuff but i think a lot of that movement has also changed in your lifetime and so now maybe i don't know what it's like in germany but maybe people are just minding their fucking business like maybe they know the other side of it and they may have those thoughts internally or they that might have been a thing that 20 years ago they would have still said something to a 40 year old woman about her body and now because we've had all this media that's been like hey shut the fuck up don't nobody care you know we have mirrors in our house we know what we look like leave us alone um maybe that's been part of it too is people look at you and be like hey my business yeah I, I, and also i think as people and i've seen people kind of say this uh jokerfully but i know they're serious even when it comes to like kids and children and things like that i've seen a lot of people say like hey dog like i just stopped bothering people because i got tired of being cussed out i was like yeah because a lot of times what people fail to realize most people aren't mean and most people aren't nasty you're just asking the question from sometimes for some people out of a very valid place but for that person you're the hundredth person that has asked so you know they've reached a max and you yeah, I think happen to be the person they lash out at and i said fair right no but that's the truth on the reality i think it's just mind your fucking business correct i really think it's that simple I, and i th- hopefully that's the message a lot of people got i don't i think it's too much to really hope that people's hearts and minds have changed about all that shit i really right. think people just learn to keep the shit to themselves and that's close enough i don't need to hear close it. enough you don't want to hear it and it really doesn't lead to any positive place it makes people feel shitty is you know is is, if that's something they want to focus on they'll do it uh i just think i'm a human who deserves to live and not be bothered when i was younger i got so so many unwanted opinions i hear very few comments about body or hair anything in fact in any way and i love it i also don't need compliments just talk normal to me yeah that's another thing too sometimes it's even in the compliment it can bother people but um most from my experience most people don't seem to mind a compliment Mm -mm. i'm not 
i mean i think there's a whole bunch of context and nuance around that you know there's mm-hmm. flirty people there's people that clearly are propositioning it's you tone. there's people that are saying lewd shit so you know i still mm-hmm. would err on the side of saying nothing right um i need to be in a really comfortable place with people to really talk about that stuff or joke with people like that um but i just try to be if i'm going to say anything which i normally don't is try to be complimentary um but you know we're all human we're all thinking shit everyone can relate to it no one's 100 percent on this like no. you're gonna see somebody walking down the street and think something say something outside out loud and and it's not needed but you're human and you think like that you know yes uh i think people are so mean to lizzo because they're mad at how she dares to not be thin and still wear flashy clothes and not to hate herself yep agreed ramsey says that she wears what she wants and does not hate herself speaks loudly i love lizzo yeah and i think a lot of people even our love of like a lizzo or something is actually about us projecting what we want like we would like to feel like that people like her music because of how it makes us feel like Mm -hmm. i'm enough i'm good enough uh nothing's wrong with me um i you know like whatever my flaws are on the inside outside the ones i'm aware of the ones you're aware of the ones you're not aware of all that stuff i'm still trying my best and doing good and that's really where a lot of her music comes from um and i i love her music because of that because i mean i i guess some motherfuckers don't need that i need that sometimes i hit that shit i hit play on that shit and be like okay let's go Yatunde says, I was thinking of an episode of This American Life about Jerry Springer aired years ago. Springer was so much more than trash TV that is now his legacy. He actually started off in progressive politics, doing progressive things. Thankfully, TAL re-aired the story this past weekend. It's worth a listen. Yeah, he also lost that political job fucking with them prostitutes. I mean, listen, I feel you. He's more than that to a lot of people, to to some people, but his legacy is is this, trash TV. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you know, this is just what it is. It's, it's funny but yeah you're right he's a three-dimensional person that did more than just uh air paternity test and who fucking who and the clan getting beat up but those aren't the things that made my life fun and better and i doubt for most people that the stuff he did before that is the stuff that made their lives fun and better it's probably probably tv show uh eve says jerry springer along with chicken noodle soup and ginger ale were the perfect sick day combination (laughs) yes they were although he considered the king of trash tv does anyone remember morton downey jr he made jerry look tame because he would get in guest face and blow cigarette smoke in their faces and yell at them and his audience members would sometimes come out the audience and fight the guests that was chef's kiss of trash tv i don't remember morton downey jr that much i don't remember what years his show aired or 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 what i know what he looked like and i do like i've seen some episodes but i just don't remember like his um his show being that big you know right not as big as jerry because for a lot of people jerry was like stop what you're doing because this is for dvd and dvrs and all that shit so if you ain't watch it live you just didn't catch it yeah so i you know i'm 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 sure it was big i just probably missed it somehow I i don't know how um i missed it like what years his show was like was huge you know what i mean so i don't i don't maybe i i I do remember jerry i definitely remember um like obviously oprah sally jesse raphael ricky lake um Mm -hmm. like i remember that era of tv but uh morton downey jr show i see a clip it's from 1988 i must have just missed it or something i don't know yeah we might have been like just outside of that range yeah Mm -hmm. um 
but uh let's see any comments on no comments on youtube for this episode the poll was do you like trash tv and 75 percent say yes 25 percent say no yep that's why i don't do the fake bullshit of of telling people like we need to do better see we'll watch two women we'll watch black women get on tv and fight okay but we won't watch them you know whatever i'm like i yeah i'm the part of the problem i will watch black women get on tv and fight uh over some reality tv show bullshit before i watch whatever the positive uplifting shit is or sometimes i watch both and to be honest I, both both things exist within me i, I for, like the ratchet and i like the people good stuff. both exist right so you know who's the problem me uh talk amongst yourselves was the uh comment for the q a carrie says random i missed the old baller alert segment from the segment intro to the hate ass terrell jones comments it was a blast if you know you know and if you don't go premium and dig in the archives love y'all mm-hmm. yeah didn't you cut them out as their own i started a project where i was cutting up baller alert segments from all the old shows one it's a lot of them and it takes a long time but most importantly um it's a little redundant because i don't know where or how i would get those to everybody i have to upload every single one and it's so many or blend them all together but then there's like the intro song and then Mm -hmm. outro it was a lot of work so um i just abandoned the project but i do i mean i can always go back to try it again but Mm -hmm. i do have the clips around here of those segments and Mm -hmm. yeah they were fun i i I missed those segments definitely premium i really you know ball alert changed their whole format of their website so we don't have those stories anymore they took them all down and the commenters like hey nas terrell jones don't be in the comments no more Mm -mm. the the groupies stop posting you're right wallace says aka blue wave rider some of us have serious xm so please let us know when you're going to be a guest on the karen hunter show oh okay um okay i think so this tuesday the 16th i'm supposed to be on there and then the 26th i think i'm supposed to be on there Mm -hmm. so um yeah the the 16th and the 26th you have serious xm uh tune in to uh i forget what it's called urban something and uh yeah i should be on the karen hunter show if everything goes according to plan Raphael says we talked and came to the conclusion bus trips to africa shall be made available with only creme de la creme drivers driving while you watch the hottest trash tv no censorship grab tickets now uh according to june is urban view channel 126 thank you mm-hmm uh and uh james says at least jerry springer handled the kkk way better than geraldo broken nose rivera hashtag rest in peace jerry and that's true geraldo took a weird right-wing turn or maybe it wasn't weird but yeah i didn't fuck with it so Mm -hmm. uh he lost a lot of love in my household that same uh grade the road 2709 was the episode um three comments ramsey d jenga says five stars for the racism snakes in the house alligators that look like dogs creakers the old seasonless white gentleman and karen's what love you both thank you appia from germany says i'm not worried by the fact that teenagers have sex later i believe in them they'll get there i try always to remember all the wild stuff my friends and i did when we are very young to have more understanding for the youth today yeah i think i agree i mean worried is a strong word i wouldn't say i'm worried about it but i think these trends are important to keep our eyes on because i think 
they indicate things changes in society right and then also the demagoguing of these teenagers is so bad yeah every Um, teenagers get a bad rap uh and i think a lot of people once they quote unquote grow out of that age they go teenagers can you believe them it's like well well everybody's been a teenager the fuck ain't they the worst ain't they trash they good for nothing and a lot of times you end up just turning into your parents I also just think the societal implications of the factors that affect them are worth looking into. Agreed. We can't say our country has an epidemic of loneliness and then think that it's un- the correlation between teens having sex and loneliness being at an all-time high are unrelated. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I'm looking at this trend to be like, how do you change it? What What's going to better this? What, what? How will they grow out of it? We say they're going to grow out of it. How? You know, I think a lot of people have PTSD coming out of the pandemic. Uh, yep. I think uh, people don't gather as much. I think in America, mm-hmm. you have so many fucking shootings at public places. These kids are probably living in constant anxiety and stuff. What is school even like for kids that got to do fucking active shooter drills and stuff like that? Right. So I think about this in a society way of like what is changing for us because um is sex is a shorthand but sex out normally means that people are interacting in person and i think i wonder if we're losing that now like i said word is probably too strong a word but it's definitely worth keeping our eyes on and uh, i do think people will end up having sex at some point but um you know i i think uh I think when they're having sex and how and all that stuff is 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 important too. Mm-hmm. Evie says whether C murder is innocent or not, that man ain't gonna see never see freedom as long as Ben Crump is his attorney. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's see comments on YouTube. Oh, we got a bunch. And Harmon just left a happy a heart emoji. Oh, we Hugh, like hearts. Hugh said, "Arby's, the place there is, the place their place there was, and the best place there ever will be. Save a fortune on your wedding day." And when I asked why, and is asked why an extra value Arby's wedding, courage. Uh, my mom said, "Great show." my mom should be here tomorrow for a Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten her a gift. I've got to figure out what I'm gonna do. Uh, she said, "Don't get her nothing," which uh, I mean sure that makes sense i'm sure but you know i'll probably f- try to figure something out you i'm know? about to say yeah we we could well, i will yeah we talk we get something yeah uh karina says hi ryan and karen me and my daughter went to get boosted this week the pharmacist thanked us for coming at least five times yeah folks aren't getting boosted nope Mm-mm. and it's smart people too and it don't cost them not well it may cost them now but it wasn't yeah. going to cost them nothing but i did up until i want to say uh five eleven yeah yeah it was the last day uh, now some people you still can get it free so don't let that stop you mm-hmm. should at least call up there and check because a lot of places are giving it to you free mm-hmm. but i'm just saying like people haven't been taking advantage of it before it even got dicey All right Kristen says here from the karen hunter show truly enjoyed you and your contribution new fan slash follower thank you oh thank you baby yeah the karen hunter um appreciate that the karen hunter fans have been like really active like they hopped in they was in my mentions in a positive way i mean Mm -hmm. reaching out you know like it was really cool of them um they definitely made me feel welcomed and appreciated and positive feedback and all that stuff so uh yeah the karen hunter show man they got some dope ass fans and they funny too they was like tagging my jokes and joking back and forth with me about stuff that we said on the show so i appreciate them um the poll have you ever mistaken an alligator for a dog yes or no nine percent of our audience has 
91 percent has not i assume that nine percent glasses on see that nine percent is nearsighted and lives in florida all right put your glasses and your contacts in people yeah oh wait you know what i just did i clicked on the wrong episode those are the comments from folk asian with jl covet no wonder there's so many comments uh oh wait no i did it right okay never mind forget what i said everybody i was right um uh now i need to pull something back up all right boom uh so then um the poll on the website so I, what i was doing was looking at the wrong poll that's yeah uh because or i put the wrong poll on our website or something like that i think that's what i messed up yeah yep i messed up so gray DeRoe has a different poll than the one on our website um on spotify son of a bitch it's all good is that what i did oh wait no i'm clicking on the wrong thing never mind guys i'm smart i did it right um <laughs> on our on spotify only four percent of y'all have ever mistaken an alligator for a dog 96 percent have not um which makes sense because those people make money and so they'll be less likely to even be outside touching animals and, and they can't afford the good glasses and they don't live in florida Raphael says now hear me out florida son will make a nigga see a puppy not alligator or maybe that's just meth all i'm saying is that florida man got a valid uh, excuse uh, uh, we need uh, to exercise uh, uh. that state and i know a, a guy uh clear lane says about role reversal like with ariel and hermione those roles are not filled with black people trying to be white so this thought process that didn't make sense anyway is weird yeah about role reversal like ariel and hermione those roles are not filled with black people trying to be white yeah yeah i i mean yeah i don't i don't i think a lot of that stuff is weird i think a lot of that stuff is weird because like you're right when a black person plays a role that would typically be like a white character we're not putting on white face and shit so it right. doesn't even fucking make sense what the you know i'm not gonna get to play othello well you're talking about blackface so richard dreyfus actually you could play othello without the blackface now would you get some pushback of course you get some pushback but like at that it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be the offensive caricature shit so you're not you're not defending playing a black role you're play, defending playing blackface and that's totally different yes it is but anyway i don't think honestly and i was thinking about this the other day um talking to a friend there's so many things and this is just for me there's so many things in my life i don't find to be off limits i just think context nuance pushback all that Tone. stuff all that stuff counts all of that stuff is part of this process like um uh like uh the word for example the word crazy right uh somebody the other day somebody was talking about you know not wanting to use that word which i i won't use it around them because i'm accommodating i you know i'm I'm gonna try to be a nice person it doesn't necessarily mean we have to agree on the shit you know words lockstep in my own spaces i probably won't won't um shy away from using that word but to me it's context right so people don't like crazy because it becomes dismissive of people's um mental state and it can be a triggering word for certain people that have had that word thrown at them to gaslight them or to uh dismiss their mental health and stuff and that totally makes sense and i try not to use it that way even though i'm sure being raised in a society that has used it that way i'm pretty sure i'll I'll mess up every once in a while even when i'm not attentive right but the thing for me is like the word crazy if you say that party was crazy last night 
i don't find that in any way to be offensive and if i did offend somebody by saying that i just have to live with the fact they were offended right and i'm gonna just have to be okay with that because to me that is a totally different use and the thing i was saying that bothers me about it and it's not just crazy it's a lot of different words Mm -hmm. people i think are desirous of nigger they want to have a nigger like a word you just are not supposed to say under any context unless you are a black person talking about something you're just not supposed to use that word and i think there are other groups who see and model their version of empowerment off of black empowerment and black causes and nigger is the most covetous one it's the one it's the it's one of them ones it's the it's the you can't ever say that one or you're a bad person if you're not black you know and even with nigger with the hard r in context i can find ways that it don't bother me same you know like i've been in like i remember that story we read about i think it was i forget the writer but it was this black storied writer he'd been in tv and and like he's an older black man and he was in a writer's room with like younger people and stuff like that and he's retelling a story of racism that he had to deal with and he said the n-word because it's what the officer said to him in the story you know the story he's telling and they reprimanded him and kicked him out of the room for saying the n-word it to relate that the racism that happened to him another example that just recently happened um we played this clip on the show but bob huggins the coach went and said that very homophobic catholic f-words rant on on or, or joke on a local radio show he was uh given a new contract he was docked a million dollars pay and he'll be suspended like a game or something but really not that big a deal for him i mean i'm sure a million dollars a big deal but you know what i mean like he he didn't lose his job he's gonna be back they don't care well there's a, a host of a tv sh- of a podcast called locked on whatever like what yeah, is a whole series yeah a lot of people do them locked on so it might be like locked on west virginia it's a sports podcast and they talk about local sports so he played the clips on his show white dude played them on his show unedited to then go on and decry those clips and say that is unacceptable this man right. should be fired this this, this because this, you want to give context they fired him how'd they fire him he got fired for for playing the clip unedited and to me so this is the kind of thing for me this is my personal line i find that shit to be so fucking stupid and silly right you know like i like a lot of times we're searching for something to be the n-word of something and we're doing zero tolerance and we're losing the fucking plot you know there's to me there's a difference between how you use the word if someone were telling me um you know uh something uh uh, about um and they said if they said yeah you know that party was crazy or i ordered some crazy bread if i need them to change the name of the bread i feel like is it's not really change it's not actually solving any of the shit that i claim that it's going to be solving Mm -hmm. um and i think that's what happened with a lot of this um a lot of the way we approach things um in, in general with uh you know our 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 our, the way we're trying to police and change language so um yeah and for uh somebody brought it up and i do agree for some people because of social media and the society we live in we have words for things which is a good thing but also some people are very performative when it comes to this shit a lot of times they jumping in and they defending people 
that sometimes may not even ask i've seen this sometimes the people aren't even offended in the group they didn't ask you to defend them you just running out there on your own accord because it's a purity performance test to see i am pure i'm a good girl i'm a good boy i'm a good person love me accept me i am perfect i am not flawed you know type. and that's a good impulse i hope more people have it i think the world will be better if we erred on the side of that stuff which is why i don't fight and fuss about this stuff i think it's good i'm like okay cool i won't say that around you but if you want to have an actual discussion about it it's like well no i don't necessarily agree i think we shouldn't use it in this context like you shouldn't be walking around saying kanye west is crazy uh to dismiss him we like i think because it could bother your friends around you i have friends that have like bipolar disorder they don't you know like referring to that they may it may bother them or not you know um that's also individual because it don't bother everybody but my point my point being like i get the discussion but we're not really having the discussion we're shutting it down totally fine the point coming back to all this same thing with this role reversal of race switching and shit it's a context to it if a if a white person gets a role that could have went to a black person or the character was black in a book but it wasn't really germane to the story i'm not really gonna be that upset by that now you know there are gonna be people who are upset and it's gonna you know a lot of questions of why and all this stuff i wouldn't necessarily be bothered by just that alone so that's why i'm saying it's a context thing people aren't mad because sometimes a white person plays a role that would have went to a, a black person or was a black character or something like that what people are mad about is shit like blackface shit like characters that were written for black people where race is a particular importance to that character yes, and then you just throw a white person in it right so that like it's a context thing that's why i was going with all that stuff is in without in a certain context sure people would be like yeah i get it this this role went to a white person and robert downey jr it was crucial to that role that he get that and it, and he played it well and we enjoyed that version of blackface called it but then people with this blanket blackface is always offensive it's like well not really because that one wasn't but many other cases it is so right. i don't i'm not with the zero tolerance hard and fast rule never ever ever shit i'm not with that because it really shuts down critical thinking it yes. really shuts down conversation it really shuts down thought it so to me that zero tolerance ends up with somebody losing their job for calling out bob huggins who then goes on to get him an extension and he the motherfucker that said the shit right. so anyway that's a big tangent uh but that's what i was thinking episode uh what was it let me make sure i'm on the right one uh we just did grade the road okay cool 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 so the next one is 2710 Focasian, and this is where we have my man jl covan on the show mm-hmm. um i always love when he comes through me too we have uh rbw says long time listener first time commenter love the show i just subscribed via the corona special because y'all have gotten my non-podcast listening husband hooked on your spoiled movie reviews yes so much so we're going to see guardians for the second time this weekend i'm pretty sure we'll go for a third keep doing what you're doing glad to finally be a subscriber thank you rbw eve says it's a shame about burger king closing 400 shows stores you know what what's not closing arby's as a matter of 
as a matter of fact they're building one of a, a few miles away from me now so now i don't have to drive as far to enjoy the delicious beef and cheddar sandwiches and jamocha shakes they have the meats and when i go there's always a line you're just a hater right who can't appreciate the bounty of meaty goodness well you know <laughs> you know uh <laughs> right, let's let karen get out of system guys it's always funny to be you know i'm glad you brought it up because uh i don't i mean it's no way you could have known this because you know you don't listen to what i be saying clearly you just listen to the show but don't absorb it but people been tagging me in this article all day and all yesterday employee found dead in the freezer at louisiana arby's oh no maybe that's the meats that they've been serving your ass i hope all that wagyu beef for six dollars is fucking soiling green i hope it's people i hope you've been eating fucking people i hope you're very happy about that shit you drug cartel supporting ass nigga officials in southern louisiana are investigating that the woman was found to freeze at an arby's restaurant the body of a woman an employee at the restaurant in new iberia was found shortly after 6 p.m you probably live in iberia it's probably right up the street from you it's probably the new location you've been eating them fucking dead people burgers and shit i bet it was flies and maggots and shit on there uh the matter remains under investigation yeah they got to talk to gus fring no other details were to release the identity one was not released um so yeah you in you enjoy that more obvious for you eve i'm glad you get to enjoy that because i don't eat places where dead people are about the food that's just not my thing but you know what i'm saying everybody gotta like something so i'm glad that you are the person that's upholding that bullshit um the poll do you get sad or happy when celebs get divorced yes i get happy yes i get sad i don't really feel anything zero percent get happy it's interesting because we were recently uh work doing some stuff with keith and the girl mm-hmm. for last week on keith and the girl and keith and i think maybe even him to but definitely keith for sure and some of their audience they get happy when they hear celebs getting divorced and so i was like oh i wonder how much of our audience feels the same way and apparently zero of you niggas do good grief um and that goes to spotify too zero people get happy when they see a celeb get divorced 16 percent get sad and 84 percent don't feel anything damn uh yeah so i guess uh y'all are healthy and i love to see it all right mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah they was like i'm not they like they they ain't i ain't gotta give up no alimony yeah i don't i i like it's not even that i don't care but i should nah that's about right i don't really care mm-hmm. i just don't be feeling but i think it's just the relationship i grew up with to celebrity in my house i just All have right. never felt like i know celebrities i've 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 like i i can't like i have a warm feeling about a celebrity the way i have a warm feeling about a movie or a sports team or something like it, it's not that serious for me i can take it or leave it um the i think i think there's like when bad stuff happens to celebrities it just reminds me that bad stuff happens to everybody in real life agreed and i guess i don't necessarily find that comforting because i already know that i just i never felt they were exception to it because they had money or were famous right but i think maybe a lot of people feel like oh they're treated as the exception and this is uh this is this is proof that everybody has failure in their life and maybe that feels comforting but yeah i don't need it that's not what feels comforting to me you know 
anyway um the next episode oh wait i think that was comments on the episode yeah so but did you feed them freedom was the comment i did you uh ignacio says goddamn fast twitch ties goddamn jl three laughing emojis carrie says i feel like jl should feel a way about rod saving the white woman reveal stories for his appearances uh great show and i can't wait for jl news special to drop uh yeah well i don't save them for him this one was saved for him because uh on twitter he had told me he went to school with her so i was like okay i'll save this one but no nah, whenever the new white woman being revealed uh whenever the pop-up is out i i say it right away on the show i love a good white woman being exposed uh pretending to be a person of color mm. ah! also y'all ever notice it's not men Mm-mm. it's always white women mm-hmm. so, so something someone need to write a book about this shit yeah and it, they they be like infiltrating the, the like activists and professorial spaces it's a lot that need to be looked into and it would um this is just i'm i'm opening up my third eye okay all right well hold on let me pull out the third eye music um here you go player do you all right because of uh misogyny Mm -hmm. men entering any space people are always suspect of them like they're gonna look on the average they're gonna investigate they're gonna like what the fuck you doing in here they're gonna check their credentials they're gonna do a more digging i think when it comes to women women can go up underneath the radar sometimes and a lot of times they're less likely to be challenged sometimes or people are less likely to investigate them because they're women um like i said i might completely be wrong but when you talk about women i was like oh yeah i i, I, yeah, I can see that i can it's see just because that, you're not a man it's just that for this logic that you're using to completely make sense we will be living in a world where a woman has more unquestioned authority than a man and i don't know that and and and, and <laughs> i feel and, and, like women's credentials and, and authority and stuff is challenged all the time and, that, and i'm saying in certain spaces not everywhere not in society but if you realize these only happen in certain spaces so right. it only happens in like an academia it only happens in certain spaces so it's something about these spaces where a check and balance is out of whack somewhere I don't know. Where, where somebody don't do an invest because why is it always women because my thing is why don't everybody do this why is it always these women to get caught i personally think it has a lot to do with them being women and people not checking i hear you and i hate to challenge a woman but it kind of is proving my point that i am um it's that if you look in act like academia specifically has a reputation of being a space like that but i don't think it is like you look at the actual board and stuff it's white men in a lot of cases that run shit and so i i don't know i'm not saying you're wrong i just we're examining you push forth the third eye theory you knew it was out here <laughs> now you're getting defensive because i'm talking no. about your third eye theory but i'm saying but okay, okay. in this and, and world not, uh, like maybe in activism a little bit right like maybe in activism in certain spaces it's it became black woman centered black femme centered and people wouldn't question that but 
but i don't know okay and, and and i guess the another reason okay i'm gonna continue continue down my rabbit hole these are always white women and so we're talking about a space where white women in our society always get the benefit of a down of a lot of bullshit okay in general but now they're in the area where they have fooled people because the, the, their quote-unquote proximity to whiteness is almost like they get the best of both worlds they have a proximity to whiteness so they know how the white white people think and then they have this thing where i don't want to say their proximity to blackness but they have infiltrated these groups and black people are very accepting and so it's one of those things where we're gonna go okay that's the cool. thing though like like because someone tried to say like well men will let the women pass because they want to fuck them first of all men want to fuck all the women anyway that don't even make like <laughs> yes, that's not do. no oh 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 she she pretending to be black now i extra want to fuck her like that don't even make sense like no they would have let uh a woman any woman infiltrate if that's the case they right? want to fuck all of them it's something like i think it's something specific to white womanness mm-hmm. that makes them want to attempt it and then this is my this is my conspiracy theory i think because they are around white people socially they know how to talk to them yes and they know how to pitch because the people who mm-hmm. run this shit at the top of these organizations are typically white people the people yes. that, like even yeah. when even when we're talking about like rachel dolezal with the naacp the people you go talk to for funding typically white people you know so like white women knowing the language of how to finesse white people in power at a university to me seems more plausible as an explanation and white women have the caucasity to be like i can do it is also more plausible of an explanation to me but you know i could be wrong i think the unquestionableness is not true i think people do question that's why we keep catching them and there's always some motherfuckers sometimes a lot of white people by the way they be like oh i knew like oh we've been trying to tell people you know what i'm saying like it's something it's like it's like the people at the top don't care and then everyone falls in line yeah and 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 basically you're saying some of the things i said because i was like their proximity to whiteness which is basically you just explained it another way but yeah their proximity to whiteness matters well, i mansplained it another way karen i didn't explain what? it uh explained it as a man uh no it's <laughs> not it's, i'm i'm not it's just your thing was like they don't get questioned because um <laughs> because women don't get questioned in these areas and well, I, that's not what that, i meant that's My what bad. you said no, but that's what i said so but that's I don't not think, what i mean okay yeah i won't i don't we not saying the same thing is my point like i'm not saying like because i th- that feels a little like the conservative argument against black lives matter and against activism and against black people getting jobs and stuff where they'd be like well it's because it's so easy for black people i mean that's why i can't as a white comedian i didn't get the late night spot because they're only going to black people and it's like that's not the world the world as we know it actually question like the world as we know it comes down harder on you as a black woman so someone pretending to be a black woman should be uh should should be harder for them to get what they want to accomplish so i i like i said i go to it must be something in the way that they perform this type of blackness because they're coming from a white point of view because their life is a white woman so they're coming from what they think blackness is what the good and the bad of it 
and then they perform that and they get to the bag because the people that hold the bag are the whites that's my guess yes and on top of that they they know how to talk they know how to not sound intimidating they know how to not turn white people off you know type of shit like it, you know it's a lot of things they are they make white people feel comfortable so white people are less likely to be suspect and on top of that white people actually don't care and so that's why a lot of times the pushback uh, but unless you're a white person that's like an ally most white people are like well that's the nigga issue like 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 let them figure that shit out okay we got tricked and because if this was something that they wanted to correct they could correct this bullshit but they're opting not to correct it for a reason opting not to correct it what do you mean opting not to correct these white people who infiltrating these black spaces like if if this was particularly academic if this was something well, I, that I they mean, want to check and correct they would i don't know about that i think when they get busted they are that's when it's getting corrected we find out during the correction well like we ain't find out like we're not finding out these stories and then people be like yeah and then she kept the job everybody was cool with it and it was no big deal like no when you find out when they find out you infiltrated that space whether it's to feeling that they are beholden to the black people who are upset or the women who are upset or whatever they get them out of there so i don't feel like it's a uh yeah it it, it, yeah like it's they're fooling these people i do believe that it's working i don't think it's like a we it's like once it is revealed and you have some proof for the record like you can't just feel the vibes and be like i think she's a white woman but once people come up with the facts like these motherfuckers yeah. be out of there yeah and, and, I, and i do understand that and i and i guess what i mean corrected i i guess i've come from a perspective of they and i tell me funny they shouldn't have to be you know president of the naacp they shouldn't have to be you know vice chair of the equity board before we'd be like ah you know everybody come out but it's like when it first start you know they apply they have a background of like nobody is going back everybody's like well you and i and i do understand that sometimes you just don't know don't get me wrong not sometimes all the time yeah, they don't, don't know. know like yeah. you you keep talking like everybody knew and then like we just let her be in double nobody knew especially the black people like it's the people that be knowing a lot so this might be another caveat though sometimes the people that be knowing are white that's how they know these people it's like i know rachel dole she's a white woman and a lot of times in those type of spaces that's the place where we tell white people shut the fuck up and we're empowered to do so so we can end because a lot of times black women in those spaces get unfair criticism and hate and constantly question that maybe people will even get defensive and be like rachel dollars leave her alone she you just mad because she's raising money for the naacp so maybe that's part of it too you know like i could see that happening but i think once the murmur of she ain't black starts and it starts trickling up right they get rid of these people like we don't have a case example of where it's like and then everybody was like nah you can still be a professor you get fired you have no power the question is what is it about their particular performance of blackness that is so fucking uh intoxicating i was gonna say (laughs) i guess this term is uh it's like an accelerant you know what i'm saying it's like it's like uh, like their like the, 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 their their shit is like a arson you know what i'm saying like it goes on fire right away it's it's straight to the top is we gotta put this black woman we gotta get her a book and it's like what is it about the way it gotta be the way they perform the blackness because we know it's inauthentic especially in hindsight like shit half of us as soon as we see the first picture we be like 
that not that they ain't know that wasn't a black woman like i wonder i wonder if it's just a performance of it anyway I, we won't figure out today here mm-hmm. but i definitely don't think it's because being a black woman is easier oh, and mm-hmm. and gets less challenges in certain spaces i think there's no space in america where a black woman can, Ooh, can, and, go, and, and, can go and, un, can go unchallenged and, and that's not what i meant at all i know yeah. i may have said it like that but i was kind of talking in general and yeah. what i think i'm talking about like the white woman the white well it was a, a third woman. eye it was your third eye talking it's it's fine it's you were throwing out a <laughs> yeah when your third eye you you know you know all the stuff that goes along with the well thought out argument as you can see don't come out when you throw your third eye out there you're just like i see it yeah i mean listen i you know for the purposes of the show and for just conversations in general and anytime one of us throws out a conspiracy or whatever it's it's gonna be it should is i'm not just gonna sit here and be like well there you go guys like i'm gonna think about it i you know i think what you said requires serious thought and that's what our <laughs> show does and if you put something out there i'm gonna be like think about it critically because sometimes that's how i learn and that's how i'm like oh yeah that i hadn't thought of it that way and then sometimes it's like oh no nah, that's why that doesn't work this is low-key kind of what happens with the writers rooms and all this other shit i'm doing is you put something out there and then you kind of have to like prove it you got to show it you got to yeah. cite your sources you got to you got to make sure it jives with the other things you believe because if not it's like i said it's a slippery slope to mm-hmm. you know white people was right being being a black woman <laughs> is the the easiest setting in america it's i like, did not mean that at all yeah. no um but they but you're right those white women would see it that way for sure um all right let's get to the next episode <laughs> uh that was folk Caucasian. um Caucasian. um the last y'all, ep- y'all see what happened when we had jl on the show he calls us to have these conversations um yeah well jl was probably sitting somewhere like it is easier for women ah! everything. that's why they not funny in the first place yeah he probably does that <laughs> uh let's i wish <laughs> uh i was about to say something extremely funny that i'll text jl later um <laughs> all right episode 2711 chicken top five uh kevy kev says where can i see pictures of the illusion museum um well it was on my instagram i put a reel up but you can also go to our the blackout tips instagram um it's i put a reel up uh there too um and um i don't think we put it on facebook i don't think it matters i don't think i put it on facebook but i can go do that um but yeah if you go to instagram and put in tbgwt because we lost access to our first instagram yeah uh but if you put uh i'm sorry no 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 if you put the black guy who tips yeah that's right uh and then you uh and then you look at our reels it's it's on there it's like the second post now i put it on there i only got 12 likes so i guess niggas wasn't feeling it but and no comments of course but uh yeah check it out it's fun and uh if you got one in your city you should do it uh ev says i love a good chicken wing and legs but then again i'll take chicken any way i can get it uh tucker carlson being platformed on twitter will continue to go viral because of all the so-called progressives retweeting him to either dunk on him or to get engagement themselves no one seems to realize that these people continue to say these outrageous things because they keep getting the attention they desire or maybe they do realize it but they need the clout uh, the need for clout is too addictive it is it is uh that's uh that's our country's exception with uh, obsession with trump and a lot of these other things it's like oh this is so basic and this is so simple i can dunk on you 
to make myself feel better and that causes shit to go viral that causes people posting it to their people and these people posting it to their people and that causes it it to go across and everybody's watching and everybody's looking but the thing at the at the foundation of it is attention so if you don't give people attention they'll fade away because they don't have a choice because the eyes are no longer on them and then they'll try to do something else to quote unquote get your attention it's one of those things where it's like a circle people keep falling for the same thing every time they're not doing anything new they're not you're not even requiring them to be more challenging at the shit they do right it's just hey look at here 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 and everybody consistently look you know because every and what's so funny and i feel like this and, and uh people can agree or disagree with me but trump going on cnn that was a trick bag everybody watched everybody was angry everybody was outraged along with the people that was like go trump go uh let's go brandon so everybody was watching they probably broke records that they probably hadn't broke in years because of this that well was i the don't point well honestly i don't even think that many people watched like that's what's crazy about it like i think they said 3.3 million people watched or something that's not that many people mm-hmm. um they may have done it for that but that's not what happened i think also um um part of it is the people that get the most upset are the ones more prone to share it as you said and they want to be seen disliking it and that's a big part of it for them is being seen disliking it um and it is content you know people swearing off cnn that probably in a month will be watching something on cnn because if you're the kind of person that watches cnn on the regular you're not going to quit over there it's more than likely uh, where you going to go msnbc is becoming more and more centrist and as cnn is already centrist mm-hmm. um the people taking over want the, the networks to be more centrist they want some of those right-wing viewers even though i don't think they're ever going to get them nope um and it's kind of reminds me of the Budweiser thing you're trying to please too many masters and you're pleasing nobody you know um but I and I agree I, I I agree with you on a lot of that virtue signal and stuff is that's what's giving the content that's what's giving it the boost on Twitter I think also though it's the obsession that the media has with Twitter because like mm-hmm. I saw Anderson Cooper basically did like a, a kind of a bit of a condescending like we're we're trying to get you out of your information silo by having trump on meanwhile you know from what i've heard i haven't watched it it's been a lot of like the questions weren't good um and then they basically manipulated the environment so supposedly behind the scenes during commercials and stuff they were having to tell the audience not to boo trump and shit like that because the people were like this is trash and then so so you manufactured of uh, uh, uh something that looks civ- like civil and stuff and you know there's a lot of leaks coming out because the people that work there don't agree with that shit right they didn't take that job to do trump's pr mm-hmm. and so of course they're leaking shit anonymously to the media and if it's to be believed they're like yeah the, the new ceo was like you know talking to trump and trump's like i'm gonna get you these ratings and he was like ah, ha, ha, you know like that's what he cares about but uh yeah a lot of it is outrage um um outrage uh i guess public relations or outrage not public relations but it's like using it's like outrage advertising they're using your anger to advertising things are happening because they'd rather have you be mad than not talking about cnn or whatever 
not talking about tucker carlson and i think a big part of this is going to be interesting is the media personalities obsession with twitter because twitter is always talking to them mm-hmm. giving them that attention that they're courting and it's directly in their mentions and shit the way that that has corrupted their point of view and the reason that so much of our analysis on news is just not based in reality and i mean this liberal analysis as well mm-hmm. the reason that they think like the super liberal shit is the only way to go and everybody agrees is because they don't actually be looking at nothing but twitter like that like they're not actually talking to people at this point they're just looking at what's trending on social media and being like that's the topic that's what people care about anytime someone reports on a twitter trend like that that's like to me the laziest form of we didn't do no work you know it's like oh elon musk was trending on twitter today it's like okay but it's bigger than just whether or not he was trending on twitter twitter is a very small group of people yes it is and it's also one of those things now if they succeed at that or not that's not the point it's just for the fact that once we put this shit out here it, we're doing it for a show and you come you don't come but somebody else is gonna come with the same show yeah all they all they're gonna do is change the colors but the location is the same to get your attention and it's one of those things where like you said it's bad when this affects journalism because a lot of people talk about journalism for some journalists i could see some journalists going no do your fucking job and actually investigate who what when where why and how not this bullshit where you're allowing something else to output and give you the information yeah i think this is why you get takes like you know biden is gonna lose he's not popular no one likes him and then real life when people have to leave the house to vote it's the direct opposite he's the most popular candidate of all time maybe that's in reaction to trump that's fine even if it's in reaction to trump y'all missed it y'all were wrong and how many times do you have to be wrong before it's like maybe twitter is not an indication of shit but yeah tucker carlson going to twitter makes sense that's always been a a a match made in hell um all right like i said chicken top five is the last episode is there okay more comments abby says i'm glad trump lost the civil trial alone for the fact that uh finally there are some consequences to his actions i agree um i don't know what this will mean in the long run but for now i'm glad that he wasn't able to make this problem just disappear do i think he did it 100 percent um and comments on uh youtube let's check those out real quick uh got three chocolate lady cap says i live in nyc and never been to the empire state building nor have i been to coney island outside of work uh alicia says the illusion museum opens in atlanta this month i got me and my kids tickets i think they will like it thanks guys Mm -hmm. thank you y'all gonna have fun it was a lot of it was a blast sayida says this one was hilarious puns and all thank you hashtag team thighs thank you sayida Mm -hmm um and then um the poll for this episode was do you think the baby learned his lesson yes or no Mm-mm. karen says no 80 percent of the audience says no which means 20 percent says yes and then on spotify nine percent yes 91 percent no i think i'm in the no count you know i feel like it could turn into a not, yeah but time will tell i think i you know i phrase this question in a like kind of like facetious way because i made you pick yes or no when i think most of us probably think it's somewhere between like he learned to not say that shit out loud or he learned the consequences of doubling down but we don't think he like did no work into learning to accept gay people and shit it seemed like most of his 
comments were still centered around how he felt which you know that is valid that is how people you know that's how most people view everything is through their lens right but it seemed mostly about like look what happened to me <laughs> i can't believe what, what, what the gay people did to me you know and i learned not to say it no more you know that's how i felt <laughs> all right last thing uh not last thing but the q a um we need to talk about that and um and then we'll see what the voicemail is looking like uh keep tory lanes was the q a uh what is beeping i don't know my phone is silent do you have your tablet in here my shit is down oh okay karen has an ipad my mom bought her and uh i think she just doesn't know how to turn it on silent do you need me to turn on silent for you how do you turn on um it's kind of like the phone i think there's like a little switch on the side you can flip down and make it be silent okay all right uh you good oh you found it i think i am hold on all right uh choco bean says my brother don't eat all off the don't eat all off the bone oh talking about chicken wings my mom asked him very plainly what's wrong with you she's from the school of eating the marrow out the bone so she's not sure where she he got it from Carrie says the baby didn't learn the lesson he was supposed to but he did learn a lesson which was how to navigate the outrage machine he's still ignorant just not in public also hashtag defund the Tories defense team I agree and, and yeah Carrie that's, I didn't make that an option one I didn't have time to type out them words but I think that's the real answer ah! the real answer is like he learned like not to fuck around uh, he still don't know why he found out he still don't mm-hmm. know Ty Flojan says deport him. Ignacio says fuck this dude, man. Uh, Lee says y'all brought back some traumatic memories. I used to get in trouble because I always left meat on the chicken wing. Who want to eat them nasty black strings? Ew. Well, everybody but you leash i mean nigga you the weirdo i must say yeah and, and that's the case just get chicken tenders and chicken strips people act like that's not an option well i mean no you're bones. probably talking about your parents making them at that point uh, right right yeah. and they're like they're like no we're not getting chicken strips what you what you gonna get is a chicken with the bones in it i get, okay that's a, now that's understandable baby. yeah when you say brought back traumatic, traumatic memories i'm assuming you from a time you didn't have a choice right uh kenneth w says wait is elon musk the african prince that sent us emails back in the day <laughs> he might be uh you know he is from africa Raphael yes, says uh canada needs to keep their own but after he is done serving his time for his crime can't even file him under the there's nothing else to do sal go to the jail court toys <laughs> and head up north afterwards take the oath uh yeah send him up to the wall uh all right let's see if we have any uh nope no voicemails today but uh y'all know how we do over here i still need to play like uh some music so i know where to put the commercials later Mm -hmm. uh so let me pull out some of this music and uh let's go with this got two emails um the first one is from theron who says for those crazy white parents and it's a screenshot um let me see if i can share my screen with y'all so we can look at it together in my email um and it says on instagram reminders from your child 
i'm a kid it's just a game my coach is a volunteer umpires are human no college scholarships will be handed out today thank you right and it says tanks good news as a newly minted little league dad i think i wish they had this for all the ballparks yep they do i really do calm the fuck down parents i really like there's no college recruits out here watching your seven-year-old play t-ball yeah it was it's crazy because i was raised crazy it's it's weird too because i was raised in that um environment as well um as a black person uh it was that feeling of like it's only one way out the hood selling drugs or get a good jump shot or whatever and uh it's so not true and the pressure that people treat sports with within our community was it was you could feel that pressure on the kids yes, like you could damn you're not even really, the kids not even having fun it's like every kid need to be figuring out if this gonna be what makes them go to college they gonna be lebron james like the the stuff of like man we're just playing this for social interaction to learn how to make friends yeah, to learn how to deal with fun. rules to learn how to practice kids and get better that, boy. to learn the difference between winning and losing all that stuff is what you know and and like when you see that shit at least for me when i saw that uh working at the uh this this very uh up uh well-to-do ymca when i was working there and i saw the kids just having fun and my first reaction was like what the fuck is this shit like these kids are terrible at basketball why are they even out here they're not even gonna be good and then i think you know i saw how the parents treated them how they were paying so much attention how you know they were like cheering them on and very encouraging yeah how they were like and then i watched i watched a couple weeks later because you know the kids was sorry i watched a couple weeks later and the kids from the black ymca had a game against the kids at the, the this nice up to do white ymca and shit right man them black kids whooped their motherfucking ass i'm talking about like 40 point at halftime lead type of shit like the black kids were so much better and but i was thinking like looking at the black kids it wasn't the same level of like no pressure like it wasn't the level of like man we just having fun this is about community this is about uh like this is like like it felt like there was more pressure on the black kids to like be great at basketball or else and of course we all know a lot of these white kids from these well-to-do homes are gonna go and be whatever the fuck society pushes them towards and they're gonna be just fine but they'll have like a a confidence that's not relying on being great at it it's something yeah and also uh not to get too deep for it's too late let's get too deep okay and for a lot of the black children a lot of children is doing it just for fun they get pushed out of a lot of these leagues they're like oh you whack you sorry you ain't no good and they're like i just want to have fun and hang with y'all and a lot of times they're like look if you ain't the top tier the best of the best just get the whole entire fuck out of here and so i could see for some children it just turning them off of like sports and following sports and just that whole genre of just mm-hmm. the enjoying it out of pure enjoyment there are a lot of people that may have even liked sports as an adult but were completely turned off as a kid because of the social pressure to just be the fucking best of the best of the best of the best of the best it's like now i might not have a hand-eye coordination but i just want to be out here i just want to sit on the bench i just want to you know just enjoy it but i could see a lot of people 
literally getting pushed out where and a lot of these other leads are like oh i'm here to have it because layla played ball and for later she was like oh i'm here to have a good time i don't care about no defense i won't see them no more like i'm 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 cool with this like it, it, it wasn't a pressure for you to be the best block shocker the best three-pointer for you to have the the most defense you know a lot of them will go home and they'll be just fine uh, you know you know uh they're you know if their parents go okay we'll invest money for you to go to get all this training and stuff but even then if that child was to change their mind it wouldn't be that pressure of not because for a lot of black people you know it's it's a huge investment once you get to a certain level for the, the parents are like oh i want to go do dance okay let's go do dance okay let's go do this blah blah blah, blah. i didn't invest about money and all this goddamn basketball blah, 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 blah. you gonna do this bullshit till you till, you know till you graduate or whatever it may be and a lot of you know kids i can see a lot of kids graduating just fucking hating it because they were like well i want to do something else this is not enjoyable anymore i'm doing it because you're obligating me to do it versus just something out of the pure enjoyment of the child which are two different things yeah there's just there's pressure there's just pressure on black people in general and i think when you're dealing with that pressure it comes out and it's pushed on our kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that this isn't a black culture is it fears Mm-mm. conversation or anything this is just a like oh man i can see the how it happens and the difference and um i don't know it just I, it always struck out stuck out to me in that way where it's like man that like it's not ideal it's not tenable that we're experiencing shit this way like it's not it's not cool that black kids have to deal deal with shit like this but also this is why in a lot of cases um it's it's a privileged situation because because like that's the other thing it's not just black and white because even the black kids that go to the rich ass ymca i was at even they approached it like yeah it's just networking and fun because like they didn't have to worry they weren't there was no like and how do i get out the hood part of this (laughs) like everything was just it's a good term you know like i think that's a big difference i I forget how we even got on this but uh yeah oh because i told you i want to i want to quote unquote take it deep and uh yeah it's one of those things where you know just on the outside looking in you know like you say it it is a difference between I gotta make it out how how you know i'm you know may end up being a breadwinner for my family versus my family already have it mm-hmm. i'm just kind of chilling if i choose to go do something else i can and a lot of this because of privilege is why a lot of you know parents have a tendency to steer their children into sports the shit where it comes to the arts the shit where can't nobody give a steady paycheck you know if if you are in a place where you don't have the privilege to of the luxury to be thinking you know i may one day make it you know a lot parent they're not trying to hear that they're like nigga here's a basketball nigga is a football you know what do you what do you mean no stop that fucking drawing you know stop stop mm-hmm. stop that you know this other shit because that shit ain't gonna get you nowhere you know i and the thing is it, it could be tough because at the end of the day a pa- most parents most loving caring parents are quote unquote doing it out of a place of love because they're like i want you i don't want you to have to suffer like me i don't want you to have to go through this but a lot of it is because of the way the society is set up people have a tendency to think this is the way it is it's the way it's going to always be and there's nothing in a lot of these people world that has showed them otherwise or has showed them that it was changed and there's nothing around them that has given them hope <laughs> that that there will be other ways out yeah i agree um and it's tough you know mm-hmm. what i mean because like um 
life hasn't really shown us that that's not true agreed you know (laughs) right so i you know i don't blame them but i i i I understand yeah like we we we, a lot of times we are worried about shit because it's like everything right on the future little niggas like you can't have no fun you can't uh anyway lad the email what's oh that's how we got into it the rules for the kids Uh and the parents yeah chill out parents um also i feel like a lot of that parental rage is just coming from something else i don't know what it is but it's some some sadness in your life that is not being translated to and you're putting it on your kid because whether you're happy with where you ended up in life or how sports went for you or Mm -hmm. you feel like your kid gotta get you out the hood or you feel like you need to get the ultimate a lot of respect from a fucking volunteer referee or coach wherever that's coming from is some something wrong with you it's something deeper yes west virginia chicken etc this from john who says good morning rod and karen we just got back from visiting rural west virginia for a funeral i'm talking real redneck hill country a couple hours from anything resembling a city once you get away from morgantown where west vu is it's a bit scary lots of let's go brandon and trump signs and even a few confederate flags which is incredibly ironic since the state of west virginia only exists because the union won battles in that region and decided to split into another state all of which to say it doesn't surprise me in the least that that coach said that homophobic shit on that terrible radio show just a imagine what he says at practice right and keep in mind this motherfucker ain't um ain't lose his job Mm-mm. another thing we saw in west virginia was a whole bunch of arby's honestly i never seen so many arby's as we did in west pennsylvania and west virginia it was weird i can't imagine too many people choosing arby's as a wedding location but i can see them as a good place to present divorce papers to a future ex yeah and to hide a dead body <laughs> oh my goodness if you want to hide a dead body you know <laughs> hop up in that arby's dog that that might be a special you know um oh no yeah uh rod you mentioned our america's shameful response to common sense covid protocols i wanted to add that i've been reading a book called mothers of conservatism that is another one about the rise of modern republican party and the huge role that white women in southern california played on as activists mm-hmm um i forget what was her name jennifer something i forget the white lady's name jennifer mccarthy or something shout out to her she she the she really is the fore mother of a lot of this fucking anti-vax bullshit yes in the 1950s and 60s there were a there was a big campaign to demonize the fields of psychiatry and psychology by white conservatives because they were paranoid that these new social sciences would be used to label racism and other forms of bigotry as mental health diseases and then round them up into a sane asylum which is so funny when you think about it because both sides actually agree on that like nothing pisses off liberal people like by then you suggesting that maybe somebody's racism is part of a mental health issue right um and nothing pisses off these racist people then saying y'all crazy you know um i did it again see i told y'all this is fucking impossible anyway um (laughs) nothing pisses them off more than that bullshit um and so it's this is the one side where they fucking agree where it's like you know what uh we're um we're we're offended that you would think that us hating you is based on our mental health we we we're doing this with a sober mind and then our side is like yeah that's what we're saying it's with a sober mind y'all y'all just fucked up there's plenty of people with mental health issues that ain't racist i guess it is um that being said it's probably somewhere in the middle there's probably some people's mental health issues that has affected that that made it 
play out in racial ways i think if mental health can if a mental health issue can make you kill your mom and we can all agree that that's not you just woke up and was like i like killing my mom we're like something clearly went wrong then there's probably a bunch of middle gray areas we don't want to examine that aren't as black and white as we present them in society where it's like maybe somebody's obsession with race and stuff is affected by their mental health for that one individual but in general no we're not about to pass no blanket ass racism is a mental health issue thing in america but anyway and we definitely weren't gonna lock up white people behind it i don't these white people are always afraid they go white people are always afraid of what they do to other people is gonna happen to them yes yes Uh, i didn't even realize this history but it helps explain why some of my white family members have always had this strange animosity towards mental health professionals it was a real prominent part of propaganda to oppose communism and racial integration so even before turning COVID into a trump versus biden gop versus dem fight this distrust of public health systems by white conservatives has a long track record in this country and likely had them ready to use that same bullshit against our COVID safety measures yeah not to mention white people even as they are on sucking on the government teeth i'm talking about Mm -hmm. just just full jim carrey in 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 like that that one gift all of those services yeah like even as they're sucking on the government teeth, they will be like this is actually to help black people and this and i want to cut this off they shouldn't be allowed to get help like that's how they are sucking on the government teeth and so i think part of it is also that like they it's a racial issue for them too on the great chicken debate i hate to live up to the stereotype but like alfonso riviera you can pass in those lovely white breasts my way as long <laughs> as long as i get some greasy skin batter with each bite uh well that's another thing the chicken breast skin don't last as long as skin on the thigh if, if you're into if you're into that like the like a couple bites you can the skin just fall off the the, the breast and now you eating dry white chicken i've never really minded the dryness though without skin they can get way too dry yeah that's a big one mm-hmm. uh they do give great meat for sauteing with pasta and stuff so, uh, stuff like that anyway wings will always be my first choice and that article is hilarious oh well time to get back to the great and rose cheers and stay safe john <laughs> thanks thanks for chiming in homie mm-hmm. um and that's it that's everybody's feedback thanks for listening it's kind of a short one and that we don't mind Mm-mm. uh we'll be back uh uh throughout the week hopefully i we have a guest coming on but they've been kind of like uh, back and forth on email and I, i'm trying to make sure that they are getting my emails and know everything but right they they did confirm they want to come on um so hopefully we'll have a guest on wednesday okay and uh like i said it'll probably be sporadic and then at some point we're going back to taking a week off every month because that's something we weren't really doing when i was in new york and uh you know niggas need rest okay uh capitalism is a bitch but i don't need all the money uh so we'll be we'll be (laughs) taking some time off uh once a week during the month hopefully so all right y'all that's it until next time i love you i love you too